first Tuesday of every month, we talk with Wyndham Town Manager Jim Rivers. We call it Town Talk to review accomplishments, issues, and celebrations involving the town of Wyndham. Brought to you by Prime Materials Recovery with facilities on Ash Street and Milk Street, Willimantic. Prime Materials Recovery assists manufacturers and utilities to maximize their resources through scrap recovery. And here he is, digging out of a snowbank this morning. It is Jim Rivers. Did you actually shovel? Do you actually shovel your own snow, Jim? Uh, Wayne, I've been shoveling my own snow for 31 years. I had a, I've had a bunch of property. I don't have much property anymore, but I did all my own work. I had a snow plow, shovel, snow blowers, and uh, I don't have much to do anymore. I do have a long driveway, so I got to get myself out so I can get to work. But uh, not like it used to be, thankfully. At your advanced age, should you be shoveling snow? Listen, I come on, come on. I could shovel snow with the best of them. All right. What about the town of Wyndham? Tell me about what you've heard about the snow removal process. I can tell you the driving I did to get to work this morning, I thought the roads were in pretty good shape, considering we just had the storm of the century. Yeah, this this was a tough storm, and you know, the guys did a great job, as usual. Uh, you know, we had, uh, it's a long-duration storm, and as I said before, it's it's not so, hot, so much how deep it is, it's how long it is. You know, the guys have to stay in the truck. They have to keep standing and salting. Even when there's a lot of, not a lot of accumulation, they have to keep out there and keep the roads from being slick. So even right now, it's sort of drizzling out there, but there's spots that get frozen. So you have to keep, you know, throwing more salt and sand down. And that's what they're doing. And, and again, uh, tough times. It's COVID times. You know, we've got different challenges there. We got one big truck down, uh, replaced with a pickup truck to cover that route. Uh, have 14 trucks out there, 10 of them are the big trucks, four of them are the pickup trucks, and uh, we're down five guys. Uh, we have a, a full complement uh, of laborers is about 21, and we're down uh, five. So we, we have 16. Uh, we need a mechanic to stay in and, and rescue people and fix things as the storm goes on. we got a guy in the payloader. Uh, so, so there you go. We leave us with 14, 14 people out there on the uh, cruise. Uh, which means, and this is what I want to get across to the uh, listeners, uh, it may be a while before we get to the sidewalks and the parking lots and downtown. Everybody last time, same thing. We were down about the same number of workers, and uh, they uh, were calling me the next day. Hey, when are we going to get this done and that done? And, uh, you know, they have to sleep at some point here, and then when they get back from resting, they're going to go and hit all these uh, other spots, and it could take a couple days because it's, it's very manual. Uh, you've got to remove snow in some places, which is a full crew, you know, a guy in a truck, guy in a, in a loader and, and a couple loaders. So uh, it's, uh, they're doing the best they can, and I know the roads are in pretty good shape, but we'll get to the sidewalks in the, in the parking lots in the next couple of days, uh, and, and, you know, they'll get cleared like, like they always do. Give me a little bit of a summation of what the challenges are to clear snow in the town of Wyndham, which of course includes Willimantic. I would think that probably the most challenging area, maybe in the entire town, might be the hill section of Willimantic. Tell me about how that compares to maybe some other challenging parts that you hear sometimes have problems in the in the Wyndhams. Well, uh, you know, that's one of the reasons we have a parking ban, and you, and you asked me about that yesterday. Uh, you know, we have a lot of narrower streets, and, and people tend to park on the street. they got to get their cars off the street so we can get get through but uh, obviously there are some sections of town where in, in the right storm we got to go downhill uh, you know you can't you can't go up so uh you know we it is it is challenging out there 
Uh, one advantage we have in Wyndham, uh, you know, we have a lot of small streets and you know some narrow streets. Uh, we have 90 miles of road, but it's all paved. You know, some towns, you know, we have rural sections of town. All the roads are paved. In some rural towns, is dirt roads. So dirt roads can be, especially a storm like now, where it's it's sort of around 32 degrees. It's very hard to plow those, those uh, dirt roads. But we don't have that, so we can go pretty quick once we, you know, get the trucks out there. But you're, you're right, uh, you know, it's a pretty steep hills. We can't go up those hills under certain circumstances, ice, especially icy conditions. And to follow up a little bit on what you said yesterday, because I actually got a phone call yesterday morning, and a guy says, hey, I'm, I'm kind of new to town, and I hear there's a parking ban. What do I do with my car? And the answer is there are some public lots, some municipal lots, which you can park in. And I'm kind of curious, since I don't really have to use those lots, what happens in those lots? The snow just piles up, and are, are you at risk of maybe having your car plowed, either plowed in or just mother nature in by the snowbanks? Well, uh, you know, I think uh, the, the uh, town employees are going to take care. They're not going to plow somebody's car. And, however, you do have to push the snow somewhere. And depending on where they park, you know, choose wisely. Uh, but, you know, you go down. we're going to go down the lanes in the parking lots to get people out, of course. Uh, but, you know, we, we're going to try not to plow people in, just like the driveways. We don't uh, try to plow people in. But sometimes there's nowhere else to put the snow. And, uh, you know, it's tough. It's tough for people that live on the city streets, and they've got to find a place to uh, it's a park, you know, uh, they got to get it up on the yard or in their own driveway, or they've got to find a municipal lot. Fortunately for Wyndham and Willimantic, especially in the city, we have a lot of municipal lots, even with the construction going on, there's still, uh, quite a few empty spots in these, uh, parking lots. So it, it shouldn't be too hard for people. They might have to walk a little bit. Uh, that's the bad news. I don't have the numbers for Wyndham Airport because they're not really kept for, for Wyndham. However, Bradley is now 10 inches above the average to this point of the winter. What does that mean? How does that translate out to your snow removal budget? Well, we, uh, we're we in good shape. Uh, the, the snow removal budget, for, for Wyndham anyway, isn't in too bad a shape. Like I said, it's it's not so much the depth of the snow. Uh, it's, the, it's the duration and number of storms. You know, we've had winters where you have a lot of little storms. And you still got to go out there. You still got to put the salt and sand down. Um, you know, we've had a couple of bigger storms now. I think this is the second one that's, I say, considerable accumulation. Uh, there, you know, that adds the numbers up, gets the numbers up there, but doesn't necessarily mean we're going through a lot of material. Although, you know, a storm like this, we went through a lot of material. We get our money for snow removal from Town Aid Road. That's a state grant that we receive. I think we receive usually around $300,000 a year, and that pretty much covers. Uh, all the materials and the overtime, some truck plow parts and stuff like that. So, uh, you know, we're in pretty good shape. And the, the budgets overall are in very good shape because of COVID. Uh, we're just not able to uh, perform as we do uh, in normal times. And a lot like healthcare account is very, very favorable. Uh, we self-fund our health care. So when people don't go to the doctors, the, the town benefits from that. But, uh, you know, we've got plenty of money for snow removal. Don't worry about that. No matter how long this winter is, we'll... Uh, We'll get through it just fine. The statewide numbers, Jim, have gotten better in the last week. Do you see that reflected in the local numbers? Yes, absolutely, Wayne. We've got uh, a, a good trend going on right now in Wyndham. You'll get past that post-holiday surge. Uh, we averaged over the weekend 12 new uh, cases a day. Uh, we have been coming down. We were in the teens the week you know prior to that, and um, it's it's very encouraging. Um, you know, I don't want to say we're out of the woods by no no stretch, are we? But 
uh, it seems like the precautions and, you know, some people are getting vaccinated and uh, getting away from people gathering in groups. Uh, uh, we'll see what happens this Sunday with the Super Bowl. People may be getting together again. We might see another surge. But, I, I, you know, I hope people stay. I have, you know, enough uh, smarts right now to stay away from each other. But it's very encouraging here in Wyndham in the state of Connecticut and the country. Uh, the numbers are moving down, and this is what you'd expect. It's kind of following this typical flu and cold flu you know, a flu and cold season uh uh you know ups and downs and we're starting to go to the back side of the curve here unfortunately the fatalities uh are a lagging indicator and they're going to follow three or four weeks afterwards so we might see a few more weeks of uh really tough numbers on the fatality side of things but uh when doing okay uh I'm, I'm you know i'm pleased with the progress we've made but again we got a ways to go now, my theory on that, not just statewide, but for that matter nationally, is that, okay, yes, we have had the vaccine available since December the 14th, and a lot of that, I guess not all, but a lot of that has gone toward people 75 and up, senior citizens, and they had some of the higher numbers both locally, statewide, and nationally as well. So the fact that they have been targeted first, as well as the first responders, of course, too. I think that that probably is protecting them. So the senior numbers are coming down, and that's why the state and local numbers are better. Your thoughts on that? Uh, yeah, I think this it's, it's not going to hurt. But uh, unfortunately, you know, you need both shots to really be fully effective. Uh, we only really got into the nursing homes a couple weeks ago, I think. And uh, unfortunately, you know, we had, uh, you know, across the state and in Wyndham, we had, a pretty good surge of, of uh, cases in our local nursing homes. So I, I wish we would have got that vaccine just a few weeks earlier. Uh, but that being said, it's good news. Lives will be saved, and I uh, can't complain about that. But you have said that what they're doing with vaccinations has been somewhat of a mess. Explain what you mean by that. So uh, there's still, you know, we, we're trying to gather data just like everybody else is and how the process works. And again, as I've said, the uh, the town doesn't manage this. We, we're trying to follow it. We're trying to get all the resources we can here in, in the Wyndham. But with state health department, it, it starts at the federal level, then the state level, and then the local health departments, uh, as well as the hospitals and all the caregivers. Uh, it, it's been, you know, a little choppy, the rollout. I think everybody sees this on TV. And, it, and come, bringing it home here, uh, it's no different. Uh, there's this system called the VAMS system, and that's the CDC uh, national system to register and where appointments can be made. Unfortunately, that's not always in line with what's going on in, at state level on priorities. I'll give you an example. I spoke to the director of health in the Eastern Highlands District, which covers Mansfield, not Wyndham. Uh, we're North Central uh, Health District. So Eastern Highlands is running the Mansfield uh, vaccine clinic over there. And many folks in Wyndham may have gone over there to get their vaccine. He called me yesterday and was telling me that, you know, uh, there's a lot of people registered in the 1B category because we're into 1B now. Uh, unfortunately, they're only taking the 75-year-olds in Connecticut. So uh, it, it's a consistent message, I think, because, I'm, you know, as an example, uh, uh, frontline workers at Town Hall would be in 1B we're sending everybody down, getting them to register and make appointments, but they're getting turned away, some of them. So uh, it, it's very confusing. He was trying to straighten it out for me. But the bottom line is this. There's not, you know, the vaccine is just not flowing as quickly as it needs to. I think we've got places set up to, to, to administer them at this point, but you've got to have the vaccine. So 
Um, he assured me that anybody who got the first uh, shot would get the second shot. That would be a priority, and that they're still focused on 75-year-olds. Now, what that means for everybody, I mean, there's a lot of frontline workers out there, grocery store workers, uh, of course, uh, municipal workers, anybody that's, that's in contact with the public, and we need to keep those services going. Uh, you know, we just need to, need to keep the protocols tight until we get this. Uh, everybody's got the vaccine, so that's the point of the town hall. We're going to make sure that everybody's vaccinated that wants to get vaccinated, and then we're going to open uh, the doors again and let people come through. But that's going to sounds like that's going to be a month or two more away, uh, because right now that the faucet's shut off for uh, many of the frontline workers. Because uh, again, we're still working through the 75 year olds as we should, and there just doesn't seem to be enough vaccine. I agree that the 75-plus should be the first round, aside from the, the first responders and the like. However, 74 and under people are chomping at the bit. They want to know when they will be on the list. I know this is a state Department of Health issue and not local, but what do you hear about that? Do you get any feeling on when you think maybe the 65 to 74 age group might be included? You know, I, again, I, I don't know. I, you know, it's, it's going to be a few weeks. That's, that's my best guess. Uh, again, just judging that we've been at the 75-plus people for a, few, a couple weeks now. Um, and, again, they got to get everybody the first and second dose. Uh, so it could be a couple, three more weeks before we start to see that. He told me, the director, that it might be to the end of March before we get frontline workers uh, vaccinated. So that's you know, that's up to two months away, and that, that's the second shot. So you're talking, you know, four or five weeks for some of the frontline workers to get that first shot. That's what he was estimating. But, again, it could be worse. It could be better. Um, you know, we had a clinic at the uh, senior center this, this Friday, this last Friday, and it was supposed to be for 75-year-olds and over, and we were lining people up for that. Unfortunately, it hit the VAM system. People don't know that we're focusing on the 75-year-olds, and, and we saw firsthand uh, that we had a number of folks coming down that had to be turned away. No, we, we're not doing people under 75 right now. So it's it's confusing. All I ask everyone is to be patient, be persistent. If you're in line and you're in 1B and, you know, you think you're ready to get that, you know, vaccine, vaccination, go down and try. Uh, you don't have to sit home waiting for somebody to call you up. So, okay. So um, they'll tell you if you're going to, if you're next in line or not. But um, right now it looks like, it might be a few more weeks if you're under 75 uh, to in that 1B category before you can get the first shot. As I said, I think that the fact that some people, including 75 and up, have gotten the vaccine does play a role in the decreasing numbers locally and statewide. How much of a factor, however, also do you think it is that we are now more than two weeks out from the holidays, Thanksgiving, Christmas, New Year's, that on one hand, people aren't congregating the way they were. On the other hand, we had above-average temperatures for the first four weeks of January, and all of a sudden now things are cold and fewer people will be wanting to go outside, and there will be more congregate settings than there were maybe in the first four weeks of January. Yeah, yeah, for sure, uh, Wayne. The weather is another factor. It's pushing the other way. You know, if we keep people apart, uh, it doesn't matter what, how, how much virus transmits you know if, you, if you're not near each other and you follow the protocols and that doesn't matter it's going to matter more when people are together so i think the combination of people getting closer together and you know and that virus uh hanging in the air longer uh just makes it more more uh, deadly so uh, more uh, transmittable so i think 
you know, if people are staying apart, it isn't going to matter what, you know, so much what the temperature is, but it matters more when people get together. All right, off topic or changing topics here today. Uh, what do you got in the way of important meetings that we should know about coming up, say, this week? Uh, there is a town council meeting tonight uh, um, that um, there's not anything notable on that agenda. Uh, I, I will say, uh, you know, what we got cooking uh, town hall is uh, the mayor, Mayor Tom DeVivo, is uh, asking to put together a list of projects. Uh, with with town staff and with the economic development uh, commission uh, to go to uh, uh, legislative delegation, the federal uh, delegation, and and see if we can get some money or get in the queue. I think what we're you know looking out ahead, there's going to be some sort of jobs package. There's going to be some sort of infrastructure package coming, and uh, you want to have those projects ready. And you know you asked me uh, you asked me several times about the the footbridge, which is going to need some significant work in the coming years. And uh, that might be a great, uh, you know, federal transportation uh, or other federal grants. So uh, Mayor DeVivo has asked us to do that. So uh, you might see that coming up uh, uh, in the news here. But we're going to be, you know, working our delegation and, and seeing what they can do for us. I might also go back to the storm a little bit here and maybe a little bit of a tip of the cap to Mark Scribner. But you want to just say a couple of words when people do their plowing today, they do their shoveling today. Aim for clearing out the fire hydrants. Oh, absolutely. Uh, you know, uh, the last thing we want, water supply is very important when we have structure fires. And, of course, in the winter we have more structure fires. And we've had a few this, this winter already. Um, yes, please, uh, you know, try to clear those hydrants away, especially we've got a pretty deep storm that uh, there might be piles over the even the markers, above the markers. So uh, try to get out there, clear the fire hydrants. Uh, it's a heavy, wet snow. Uh, it's starting to get heavier as the day goes on here. So, you know, take your time, uh, shovel it, uh, you know, at, at your pace. Uh, it'll get done. Don't worry. <laughs> you can uh, take all day to get it done or whatever, and uh, don't don't hurt yourself shoveling either. So, But if you could, uh, the fire department really appreciate if there's any hydrants in your area. Please, you know, clear them away. Uh, otherwise, we've got to go around, and it might take us many days to get, uh, you know, the water department helps shoveling uh, out uh, hydrants, but there's only so many uh, crew to do that. So if you can help us, that would be greatly appreciated. The other thing I want to mention one more time on the uh, on the clearing of sidewalks, public sidewalks in downtown and, you know, taking loaders and removing snow of the piles, it's going to be a few days. So everybody, please be patient. Um, we're just down some, some crew members, and, it's you know, it was a long storm. So... Let's get the guys some rest, get them back out there, and they'll jump in, the, in different equipment and get the uh, the rest of this cleaned up in the next couple of days. I think we can break some news here this morning, too, and that despite the pandemic and despite the storm of the century, he says tongue-in-cheek, there will be a Cupid announcement this year, Jim. Yes, uh, I know, again, you're, you're working with this behind the scenes. Wayne, you can't fool me. I know you're pulling the strings. You're running this town. We all know that. Uh, but the mayor, uh, Mayor DeVivo, and, and others, our uh, recreation department, as usual, are uh, putting together a, uh, a plan for Cupid. And it's going to be different. It's going to be uh, not the, uh, the big in-person show with all the old, you know, uh, all the previous Cupids. There. I heard you say old Cupids. I heard that. I said old. 
Uh, it's going to actually be done on the radio here. We'll have a few people in the studio, which we don't do too often these days, but this is a big deal. They'll be masked up and all that stuff. And it'd be what we've always done with Cupid when it's on a week, when Valentine's Day is on a weekend, we do it on the Friday before. That started with the very first Cupid. Some radio guy got it then. That was Friday the 12th. And then Valentine's Day that year was on a Sunday. Well, that's what it is this year. And we will be doing that at this time slot, 740 to 8 on Friday. February the 12th, and we'll keep the rest of it under wraps until then. Hey, one more thing. Are you going to be taking part in the plunge for hunger, Jim? I don't think so. <laughs> Let me know when you find out. It's all virtual. See, that's what they're doing this year. It's not, but if you want to do it, you just do it and submit a video to the uh, Covenant Soup Kitchen webpage, and you too can be part of the plunge for hunger. They'd like it if you could do it and raise some money along the way, too. I'll find a hot spring to jump in. we got lots of those around here. All right, Jim, good talking to you. Thanks for uh, catching us up on all the important stuff going on in our town talk. Thanks a lot, Wayne. Wyndham Town Manager Jim Rivers, Town Talk, brought to you by Prime Materials Recovery with facilities on Milk Street and Ash Street, Willimantic, headquartered at East Hartford. PMR operates state-of-the-art processing facilities in Canastota, New York, home of the International Boxing Hall of Fame. Willimantic, Connecticut, and Orangeburg, South Carolina. Learn more at pmrinc.com. 14 WILI Willimantic and 95.3 FM.